Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good to be back in the studio. Shout out to Greensboro, uh, who always does a fantastic job with the ACC tournament, Julio. Um, nowhere else when I've been at tournament sites and we've had to do shows early in the morning and there's nobody there, n- nobody's ever offered coffee. But when I was on a search for coffee Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday morning, we were doing the morning shows. The Greensboro crew was like, you looking for coffee, man? I'm like, yeah, I know it's not out yet in the media. He's like, we got you. And they went and they made a batch for us. You don't get that at Barclays. You don't get that at the Verizon Center. You get it in Greensboro. So shout out to the hospitality for Greensboro. Hopefully we'll be back. Um, My guess is for the 75th anniversary of the ACC tournament and the ACC in 2028. Think we'll still be doing this in 2028? I hope we're still talking about North Carolina not making the NIT in 2028. (laughs) Wow. Year three, we finally found a new topic for me to get into today. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny that, you know, we we can get into, you know, should the ACC have gotten more teams in? I know Brad Brownell, Clemson head coach, is heated after they didn't make the NCAA tournament as the number three team in the ACC. Uh, and apparently he shared some of his conversations with ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips as to ways to fix it. Um, so we, we'll get into that a little bit. Now, the, the main talking point coming out of Selection Sunday locally is that North Carolina, A, didn't make it. They were one of the last four teams uh, out, or the first the first four out. And with a quickness, like the minute the Selection Show was over, they had the tweet ready to go with a quote from Hubert Davis saying, yeah, now we didn't reach our goals this year, so we're shutting this thing down. We'll see you all next year. And they're not going to the NIT. I'll start by saying this, Joe. I appreciated the honesty of North Carolina and specifically Hubert Davis. This is not why we – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read between the lines here. I'll, I'll do it through the fans later. Boop, beep, boop, bop, bop, beep. This is not why we came back. This is not why these guys ran it back. We wanted to win the championship. That is not happening since we're not in the NCAA tournament. We were not interested in winning the NIT championship. And now i got to focus on roster management with the portal opening up today. See you all next season. That's how I read it, and I appreciated the honesty from Hubert Davis. The game of college basketball has changed dramatically Mm -hmm. since North Carolina was last in the NIT. Even if you're a pie in the skyer and think somehow magically, if they win the NIT... It'll carry over to next year. Oh, and, and if Armando Baycott and Caleb Love don't want to play, we'll just let Jalen Washington and DeMarco Dunn play. And it's like, <laughs> there is one thing North Carolina basketball has unequivocally proved this year. Mm-hmm. There is no carryover from year A to year B. No. If you can't figure that out after watching a team go from three points to winning a national championship to being preseason number one to not even in the field, careful with the mic. Then I got nothing for you. Do you know what this is? This is the definition of displaced anger. All of the people on my Facebook page that are Carolina fans, mm-hmm. all the people on my Twitter timeline that are Carolina fans, you're mad that Carolina didn't get in the NCAA tournament. 
You're mad the season turned out to be a colossal disappointment and a colossal failure. That's what you're mad at. Mm-hmm. You're not mad that the team, oh my God, he said on the day that he was hired, we're gonna, we're North Carolina and we're going to show up. How about this? Shut up. All right? You don't want to see Carolina play in the NIT. You know why? Because if I had $4 to rub together, I would buy NIT participant t-shirts and I'd sell 8 bazillion of them. That's what I would do. And state fans would buy all of them. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like Carolina and fans so are going to buy them. And so Duke fans. Right. Okay? Everybody else makes so fun of So you don't it. want that. This team has had enough. Let it be over. Just let this disaster, this titanic of a season be over. Let Jack sink to the bottom of the Atlantic. Don't go looking for the necklace. Rose is dead, too. It's done. Why do you want to see them play Pepperdine in the NIT? You don't. I promise you, it will bring you no joy. Don't get me started on this either. Oh, it's not the Carolina way. Get out of here. Here are the last 10 NIT champions. You ready? Mm -hmm. Because here's a thought. Back in the day, it was Dave Odom, right? Wake Forest, South Carolina, used to love to make the NIT, win the NIT. Owned the NIT. We're going to come back next year after winning the NIT. We're going to have everybody back. And we're going to be in the Final Four next year. We're going to be in a real tournament next mm-hmm. year. Stanford. Johnny Dawkins won the won the NIT twice in the last 10 years. Where's Johnny Dawkins now? Not at Stanford. Yeah, not at Stanford. Never made the tournament, NCAA tournament after winning the NIT. Minnesota. Little Ricky Patino won the NIT at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Didn't make the tournament the next year. Penn State. Pat Chambers. Oh, man. Penn State. Sleeping Giant. They, they, they took Purdue to the brink on Sunday. Sleeping Giant. Yeah. Uh, ch- that coach, gone. Yeah. Okay. There are some examples. Memphis made the NIT, won the NIT in 21. They made the tournament last year. They won one game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what this gets you now. You There is no continuity in college basketball anymore. There's no guarantee that year two will start where year one ends. So... This antiquated concept of go out there and do it for old university you. Give me a break. It, it's, not, it's not what college basketball is anymore, and the sooner you wrap your brain around this, the better off you're going to be. There's, there's also a couple of other factors at play here. Some of it is misremembering how things have happened in the past. Let's tackle that one first before I move on. Because I misremember vibes. 2010, that's uh, I, for sure. I did too. But I think my overall point about 2010 versus now is still valid. In 2010... There was there, they went to the NIT. They're coming off a championship season in, in 2009. They lose a bunch of guys. They got some holdovers like Deion Thompson and Marcus Ginyard. But from what I remember, that season was a little contentious because the young guys and the old guys didn't exactly mesh. And a lot of fans, if I remember correctly, were upset that Roy Williams would not just give to the young guys to give them minutes. So that freshman class was the Ware Twins. It was Dexter Strickland, yeah. John Henson, yeah. Leslie McDonald. And uh, Ed Davis was a sophomore, but mm-hmm. he had some injury had some issues. issues. So, did, so did Tyler Zeller with that. That team just had some injury issues. They yeah. never really got it all Wasn't together. Wasn't Larry Drew on that squad, too? He was. He okay. was a sophomore. As a sophomore. Okay. So, But but the point is, it was a transitionary season yes. for, for the Tar Heels. Mm-hmm. And while, if I remember correctly, they didn't want to go to the NIT, but Roy Williams being Roy Williams was like, fine. And Brownlow reminded me of this yesterday while doing the panic room. He was almost embarrassed that they kept winning and they went all the way to the championship. They went to the championship game, right? Mm-hmm. So lost to Brian Gregory and Dayton. And and honestly, you could look at 2010 as though how most of us treat bowl games and football. 
it's the reps, right? It's the reps. You, that's the best case argument. Sure. But again, two things can be two things were true about that time. College basketball was wholly different at that time. We didn't have the roster management that coaches have to deal with today with the transfer portal and everything else. And the circumstances and context around those teams was completely different too. This team was supposed to win a championship. The analogous is not, oh, they went to the NIT too. It's no, 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 no. In 08 to 09, they ran it back, won the title. In 16, 17, it was the redemption. They got back, they won the title. That's what this group was supposed to be. Not a, hey, let's see how far we can take this and build towards next year. No, this was the year, which gets to the larger point. As you were mentioning, people are angry, and they don't know what to do with those feelings. So they're looking for something to get angry over because they're afraid that they might expose themselves by getting angry at the real issue. And this is where I think things are true. I think this is what's really going on here. There was already a contingent of people that did not like Hubert Davis to begin with. We saw this last year, and we argued with people last year when they were saying, he's not the guy, he's not the guy, he's not the guy. Look at what Wes Miller is doing! What? Bubba should have stepped in! Bubba learned real quick. No, this is what the family wanted, and it wasn't working out early. Of course, we know the rest is history. And now we're here. It's almost in a weird, accelerated state that Kevin Keats is dealing with at NC State. If If they don't go on a run in the NCAA tournament, the people who were already convinced Kevin Keats isn't the guy are going to come right back out and tell you, this is what I've been telling you about Kevin Keats' teams. Look at this squad, and they couldn't get further than X? I'm telling you, that's going to happen if they don't get to the Sweet 16. So this is what's happening with Carolina now. The people who were convinced that Hubert's not the guy are being emboldened by the fact that they didn't make the tournament, and then now they're finding other reasons to hate it. Oh, you don't go? That's not the Carolina way. Okay, so let's get to the other side of it. Let's say they do go. Nobody shows up, and they get run out like Kentucky did with Robert Morris. How's that going to go over with Carolina fans? Well, then they get mad at that again. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you really want to go super nerdy, shout out to my Star Trek people out there, it's the Kobayashi Maru. There is a no-win scenario unless you literally hack the system, and there's no way to hack the system. And then there gets to the other part. I think some of what you're seeing right now isn't necessarily coming from Carolina fans because there are rational Carolina fans out there. You know what people are ultimately mad at? The people who don't have any vested interest in Carolina basketball? You know what they really wanted, right? They wanted a walk of shame. That's what they wanted. They wanted to point and laugh at Carolina. Oh, you went from the preseason number one and all the hype to look at you guys playing at Carmichael, if that, or a half-empty Dean Smith Center. It's the walk of shame. Or, in other way, shout out to Doc Heel Fire on Twitter, Doc Kennedy, who called it a perp walk. They just want the show. They want the embarrassment for North Carolina because they've been humbled. That's what you want. So I think it was the right call to not go to the NIT. And this gets back to your point, Joe, about how college basketball is not where it was in 2010. You know what Hubert Davis's biggest concern right now? It's not winning NIT games. It's who's coming back, who do you want back, which I think is a bigger question, and then the other trick. Is Carolina equipped to play this game that college basketball is now? Not just from identifying transfers that will be successful. You saw what happened at Pitt. You saw what happened at State. You've seen what's happened with Steve Forbes. You've seen what's happened at other places. The track record so far for Hubert Davis and transfers isn't so hot. You almost get like half credit for Brady Manick because Dawson Garcia left and the rest is history. But this year it didn't pan out with Pete Nance, unfortunately. And that's not a knock on Pete Nance. It just didn't work out. So what's the track record? And this is something that you've alluded to. 
are you willing to play the NIL game the way it's being played, or are you going to try to play it some Carolina way? Right? So that's what's at play right now for North Carolina. It is not a great – they're in a not a great spot right now. And all the other things and the reaction to it are a reflection of how people feel about Carolina basketball right now. And I'll close by saying this. What we're seeing right now, we've seen before because we've been here for so freaking long. You know the vibes I'm getting right now, Joe? I'm getting 2010 vibes, not just from the NIT, but what happened between Duke and Carolina. In 2009, they won a championship, and people were convinced that Carolina was about to boat race Duke in the rivalry. Boat race him. And the last time we saw it, it was Caleb Love getting a shot over Mark Williams, and the rivalry was over. No, 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 no. A chapter in the rivalry was over. You can always point to that as a trump card for fan conversations, but the programs continue, and there's a little bit of freakout taking place right now because we've seen this before. No! That was supposed to be it! Duke was supposed to be done! And damn it, did Coach K get it right? Oh, crap. That's the other existential crisis that exists right now. And if you don't believe me, be honest with yourself. That's what's going on. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. We're here with Coach Pete, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, let's hear about your power plan. Well, Coach Pete's power plan, 22 steps to get you on the right direction for retirement. Also, make sure you have a successful, income-filled retirement. Tim, the next 10 people are going to give that away. No cost or obligation. For the power plan, call 800-691-3215. You can also go ahead and text Tim to 600-700. The phone number, 800-691-3215, or text Tim to 600 you want to watch on youtube as well look up 99.9 the fan on youtube i actually found the new food hack to when we get to 4,000 subscribers it's a chick-fil-a food hack i'm very excited about this shout out to listener L- shout out to listener lk who put this on my radar uh you essentially take um you take the fries the mac and cheese and the chicken nuggets and then ranch and i think buffalo sauce and what? you put it in a container and you shake it all up and make it like a casserole? Uh-uh. Yes. No. Absolutely. Nope. We'll do it when we get to 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. We're about, I want to say we're about 700 away. So I got, I got some time to reconsider some decisions in my life. No, no, it's on air now. It's on record. <laughs> You're doing it. No, no. Okay, fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. Unless a better food hack comes along. By the way, the Bojangles hard sweet tea went on sale today. So How did we miss out on this? I think we've been a little occupied with basketball stuff. Okay. That's why. Out in Greensboro for the ACC tournament, NCAA tournament brackets came out yesterday. The ACC only getting five teams, but it sounds about right. Uh, given the year that the ACC had, I'm not quite sure why anybody's ultimately upset. Um, you look at the last four teams, or I'm sorry, the first four out included North Carolina, and Clemson. Brad Brownell talked to the media today and was understandably upset. But you could look at both their team sheets and understand why they didn't get in. I think Carolina is actually easier to explain. Flip any one of those Q1 games against good teams, not the Ohio State ridiculousness, right? But let's say that quadruple overtime game goes Carolina way, Carolina's way. Are we talking about the Tar Heels differently? What if they beat Duke one of those times? Duke's the answer. Duke's the reason State's in the tournament. Pretty much. They beat Miami. Pretty much. Carolina beat neither. And then with Clemson, this one's even easier to understand because in the triangle, we're in the big four country, we've gone through it two years in a row. 
NC State two years ago had issues with their strength of schedule. It was bad. It was in the upper 200s or three, 300s. It was 300, 353. Right? 353. Dead. Dead last. Last. Wake Forest was in a similar situation, and Clemson's in that situation now. They have a bunch of Q3 and Q4 losses. And more galling, shout out to Aaron Beard of the Associated Press for this, I believe there's a clause in ACC bylaws that if you lose, lose to Louisville, one of the worst teams historically in all of college basketball, you don't get to go in. It's also when they lost to Louisville, too. They lost to Louisville in February. It was late. So you kind of start putting yourself into that pool of bad. You put yourself in the bad place with the selection committee, Joe. We've Again, we've dealt with this with State. We've dealt with this with Wake Forest. Clemson is that next next contestant in the game. Yep. Clemson's non-conference strength of schedule was 333. The, the committee has been consistent. When your number is that high, it's a red flag. You add in the Q4 losses. You know, we, we had talked to Paul Brazzo, uh, who runs basketball for the ACC, to put it in simple terms. How do you how do you avoid the South Carolina? You mm-hmm. know, South Carolina ends up being a bad team. It, it turns into a Q4 loss. They're their rival. You can explain that one. Loyola was in the Final Four in the last five years. So I, you're going to punish them for playing Loyola? I think they probably even looked past both of those decisions. But losing to a Louisville team that is arguably the worst power, it is easily the worst power five team of the Ken Palm era, which goes back to 2002, yeah. and it's arguably the worst power five team of all time. They they won four basketball games. I'm, I mean, how? Mm-hmm. Like, Joe, how? Four, Joe. They didn't even get past the thumb. So, you know, you want to be in, as Mark Godfrey like to say, Every team plays their way into this tournament. Every single one. You want to play your way in? Don't do anything stupid. Clemson did something stupid. Brad Brownell said today during his press availability that, and they're a top seed in the NIT, that, you know, am I, fa- am I in favor of expansion of the NCAA tournament? Well, as of today, yeah, yeah, I, I am because I think I feel like we're deserving. And I, you know what? After watching them play, yeah, I would agree with him. And look, there is something weird about, and he was very adamant about this. He didn't call NC State out by name, but he makes a valid point. They beat the Wolfpack by a combined 65 points, man, in three different locations, home, away, neutral. 65! Yeah. So I get where he's coming from. We can beat a team that made the field, but you also lose to some of the worst teams in college basketball. And when you do that, you put yourself in a position where you can get kicked out. Again, Carolina's in the same boat in that they did not do enough. They had plenty of Q1 opportunities. They just did not do enough, and they put themselves in that mix. And you see how close it was. You 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 don't lose to Louisville? I bet you Clemson's in. You actually beat Duke in one of those meetings? Carolina's probably in. Pitt made it by the, you know, just by a smidge, man. They're, they're one of the last four teams in. They're going to be in Dayton. And that, by the way, and this gets the other issue with the uh, with the ACC, they're the only team in the ACC that has a chance to get to Greensboro. Because remember, they're they're in the first four, so they got to go to Dayton first before they get a chance to go to Greensboro for that opening round action. Instead, Greensboro fans get to deal with Kentucky, not Duke. Duke's going to Orlando, not NC State. State's going to Denver. Although I can think of worse places to go than Denver, Colorado. Honestly, it's a wonderful part of the country. I almost wanted to petition our management to say, "Hey, um, I, I, can we can, can we do a can we do a show from the Coors Factory? That'd be fun. Can we do it from Red Rocks? That'd be a cool spot to do it from. The original Chipotle, even better. Would love to do it. 
Anyway, Duke's got Oral Roberts, which thankfully has headlines that are already being written today to open up the open up the NCAA tournament. And NC State is taking on um, Creighton, which that'll be the one team that Carolina gets to watch in the NCAA tournament now that you know all of the importance of Ethan Raggy and the Wink, Joe. These are winnable games for both teams. Winnable games for both teams. Love Duke's, Duke's draw. Tennessee has been hobbled down the stretch. Uh, I think they got the right four. Once they get to Madison Square Garden, all bets are off. I don't want to. I don't want to see Duke at the Garden. Hey, you, you talk about home home court. They didn't <laughs> yeah. get Greensboro. Well, that's fine. Yeah, but they wanted the Garden. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. So they'll be there. They'll be in the Sweet Sixteen. I think they'll be the only ones in the Sweet Sixteen. I I, I love. There are four teams that I love in the Midwest, and they're all in the same spot. Houston, Miami, Texas, Texas A&M. I just think that that regional is going to be really, really tough. And I think Miami as a five, that's a tough road to hoe. Um, but I, they're super talented. Houston too, man. I mean, feels like '83, right? Houston's <laughs> going to get there. What about NC State? <laughs> Maybe not. Forty years later, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm mad that we didn't get Houston and State together. That's what I really, really that wanted. that would have been entertaining. That would have been entertaining. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.